Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 344, Taking Time to Take Five. Hi, and welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Daryl Darnell. I once missed a flight when I arrived five minutes before the plane was scheduled to depart, and I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I share the importance of positivity. Well, hello there. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and happy Monday to you. I hope that you are ready for a great week ahead, and... I hope that you're ready for today's fun fact. Now, we have all performed at least one high five in our day, but where did the high five start? This was really surprising to me. The origin of the high five can be traced back to a baseball game on October the 2nd, 1977, between the Houston Astros and the Los Angeles Dodgers. In the sixth inning, Dusty Baker of the Dodgers hit a three-run homer to tie the score. Glenn Burke was on deck, and as Burke thrust his hand in the air, Baker instinctively smacked it. Burke then stepped up to the plate and also hit a home run. On the way back, Burke returned Baker's slap, ushering in the era of the high five. That's a really cool story. What amazed me most is, I assumed that the high five had been around for like a hundred years or more, but here it is, apparently started in 1977 when I was just uh, about a little over a year and a half old. So, I mean, obviously I wouldn't remember before then, so I've, as long as I can remember, I've lived in the high five era, but yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was hundreds of years old for some reason. So anyway, go give somebody a high five today, I guess, maybe. All right. Well, I tell you what, I would give you a high five if I could, if you would send in something for this week's Friday forum. I I tell you what, I've got a couple of contributions in already, three in fact, but I would love to have your contribution as well. And uh, we don't want to do one of those Friday flashbacks. It's interesting when the Friday flashbacks are published, I feel like there's a, a, a sense of Oh, man, that goes out across the Stuff I Learned Yesterday community. And that is, I was thinking about sending one in, or I should have sent one in, and then I didn't because I knew somebody else would. Or I don't know. I don't know what goes through your minds. That's what would go through my mind. And then, sure enough, I get two or three of them in. And that's wonderful. So, But don't let the mailbag get empty. Go ahead and send them in, and then I'll use them as soon as I can. But having said all of that, I do love the Friday flashbacks. I do love getting to take a peek back at some of those episodes that we've done throughout the history of stuff I learned yesterday. So that is the benefit of not having mailbag stuff, but send in your Friday Forum contribution, 304-837-2278 or goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback where you can type it out, use the SpeakPipe widget or upload an audio file. Share what you're learning in your life. Share the stories of what you have learned in your life. What brought you to these interesting lessons of life. That's what we want to hear. All right. Look forward to hearing from you soon. Now, here's what I learned yesterday. Now, let's be honest, okay? Honesty is good, right? Today is Monday, October 5th, 2015, 
And I don't know if you've seen the pattern of fives in this podcast, but we're just getting started. And like most other Mondays before it, this Monday is a Monday. Let that sink in. I know, that's wisdom right there. Personally, I think Monday gets a bad rap. I know people dislike Monday because it means the weekend is over and we have to go back to work. It's the opposite of that that gives Friday a good rap, right? But the truth is Monday is just a day with 24 hours in it, just like Friday and every other day. What really matters is what we do with those 24 hours. What really matters is what we think about during those 24 hours. And what really matters is how we invest that 24 hours. While I think that most of you will agree with what I've said so far, I think I may lose a few of you here. I think the same principle applies to times of day. That is, I think mornings are just as great as evenings. I know some of you hate mornings, but I happen to love them. Now, of course, we may have different energy levels at different times of day, but that does not make mornings a bad time of day or afternoons a good time of day. Each moment of each day is equally good. They are all ripe with opportunity. In fact, I'll even go so far to say that the only major difference in the times of day is our mindset about them. And there's the word I want to focus on today, the word mindset. A few months ago, my grandma called me and told me that she needed to get rid of her cable because the bill was too high. I told her what her options are, and she decided to try an over-the-air antenna. Now, her TV is about 10 years old. It's an old, tube-style, non-HD TV, but it does have a digital tuner built in. Unfortunately, I was not able to get her TV to pick up any of the channels that she needed in order to get rid of her cable. I told her that I would do more research and find out her options. I had a lot going on at this time, so it took me a month or more to actually look into it. Meanwhile, she was calling me every week, sometimes a couple of times a week, to ask me how to get rid of her cable. Finally, I spoke with a local TV shop owner, and he said that the problem could be that her TV is so old that the tuner is weak. She also lives in a low-lying area, which makes it hard to get a good signal. To test his theory, I took the HDTV out of my bedroom over to my grandma's house, and I also purchased a high-powered antenna. I went over to her house armed with all the stuff and started testing the new high-powered antenna with her old TV. No luck. I then tried my TV with the low-powered antenna, and it picked up all the channels that she needed. I then tried my TV with the high-powered antenna, and it got the same channels as the low-powered one. I took time to program the TV, delete the channels that she didn't want, and show her how to work the remote. I then left my TV at her house and told her that she could keep it until we were able to get her a new TV. And she called the cable company the very next day and canceled her cable. A week later, she called me and asked me what she needed to do to get her cable back up. I was confused. I couldn't understand why she wanted to hook her cable back up when she had been calling me week after week asking me to help her get rid of it. She told me story after story about how she couldn't afford it 
and how she would be able to use the money to get some dental work done. She told me about how none of the programs were worth watching, and it was just a waste of money. So why in the world was she calling me a week later to help her turn it back on? Well, it turned out that she did like having those channels. Well, not all of them, but she liked a lot more of them than she realized. But what about the money? I thought she couldn't afford it. Well, it wasn't that bad. I mean, she could make it work. Now, I was now getting short on patience. This is the same thing that she did when she moved from a town called Yukon to another town called Edmond. She went on for months and months to me and my dad and my brother and my uncle, asking us to help her move out of Yukon and over to Edmond. She had a whole list of why Yukon was terrible and why Edmond was better. And then once we moved her to Edmond, it took her only one month for her to call me up and tell me that she wanted to move back to Yukon. Now, that hasn't happened. She still lives in Edmond, but she hates it. She has this whole list of now why she hates Edmond, and she regrets moving away from Yukon. So what's her real problem? I think it's mindset. And she's not alone. We're all guilty of it. Even the best of us can get snagged by the negative mindset sometimes. My daughter has problems with it sometimes. She says things like, it's not fair. And then she'll start naming off all the things that are wrong with her life. She'll start naming off all the things that her friends have that she doesn't. And she'll name off all the things that her friends get to do that she doesn't. So here's what I learned. This negative mindset is like a cancer. It eats away at us. It brings us down, causes us undue worry, and sows discontent. When Addison gets into these situations where she's focusing and exaggerating the things that she doesn't have, I'll look over at her and I'll say, give me five. Now, at first when I said this to her, she was confused. She didn't know what I meant. But now that she does know, she gives me an eye roll that only a 12-year-old girl can deliver. And then I ask her to give me five things that she's thankful for. She'll then complain about how stupid my little game is and quickly rattle off five things. And even though she runs through them quickly, the game still does what it's designed to do. It swings her mindset. Let's face it. We will never have all we want or desire. We will never have the things that other people have. We will never get to do all the things that other people do. The things we have won't always do what we want them to do. And we will often have to do things that we don't want to do. So what should we do? Well, we should approach each situation with a positive mindset. When I've been in my darkest times, my most frustrated times, my loneliest times, and my most depressed times, I've taken time to take five. When I've been in my happiest times, my most joyous times, my most victorious times, and my most confident times, I've taken time to take five. Why? Well, because taking five not only helps bring your mindset back around to the positive, it brings your mindset back around to gratitude. And with gratitude comes humility. So take time to take five. What are five things right now that you can think of that you have to be grateful for? 
Use this technique every day and you'll be amazed at the shift in your mindset. Now, I know that not all of you are Bible readers, but there's a lot of great wisdom in there. And so today, I want to leave you with a powerful nugget of wisdom found in the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse 8. It says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I'm Daryl Darnell, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit goldenspiralmedia.com slash subscribe. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes by going to goldenspiralmedia.com slash iTunes. And join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash stuff I learned yesterday.